0: Welcome back to another episode of Don't Give Up the Ship podcast. It's episode 56. Uh, Today, I got to talk to uh, a really interesting group of junior sailors that are doing some awesome things. So I've been following them on social media for quite a while. Uh, One of them was one of my A school students a long time ago in a land far, far away. And uh, they founded an organization on board the USS Hopper called Life Promotions. And uh, I've mentioned it a few times uh, in just in episodes, uh, kind of pointing out that that type of thing is happening. Uh, and I finally got to talk to a team of sailors uh, from that ship that founded it, continue to be involved in and run it uh, and it was really cool uh, getting to learn about it and just the, the biggest thing, and I talk about it in the interview, is seeing junior sailors proactively solving problems uh, and they didn't wait for a permission slip. They didn't wait for a nav admin or direction from on high. They just did it. They saw a problem and they fixed it. And what what you see and what my friend Jeff Bayless likes to, likes to say is that when you start doing those things, the world will conspire to help you. And that's exactly what happened. They got an incredible amount of support from their chain of command. Uh, and now organizations outside of the ship are taking notice and asking for uh, the blueprint and help implementing it in their units. Um, it's, it's incredible to see. And I, I've talked about it for a long time that I wish more of this happened. Uh, A lot of really intelligent, high functioning junior sailors out there recognize a problem and can vocalize exactly what that problem is and propose solutions to fixing it. But then we don't cross that threshold into action. And and this is a really, really great example of doing that and that it can work. Um, So I I hope you guys enjoy the interview. Uh, If you could help us out, give us a like, share, subscribe, Uh, get the reviews on iTunes, all the things that helps us get the word out, uh, tells the algorithms that people want to see the stuff and starts putting it in front of uh, the people that need it. So uh, any help would be appreciated, like always. uh, And enjoy the interview. All right. Awesome. So like we talked about before, uh, we'll start with introductions for the three of you and then we'll get into how you guys got started with life promotion.
1: All right. Sounds good. Go ahead. All right. So (laughs) My that name is uh, ET2 Cruz. I'm on the USS Hopper. This is my uh, first ship. And we have started this awesome initiative, I think, I believe. It's the Life Promotion Program.
2: I'm CS2 Julia Marlborough This is my second ship. And I'm one of the Life Promotion
3: Advocates. Okay. I am Os 3 Naomi Fincham, and I'm on the USS Hopper first ship. And I'm also one of the um, Life uh, Promotion Advocates.
0: Awesome. So... Yeah, if you could just kind of get into uh, like how life promotion started, like what was the, what was the event that kind of got I, and I don't know like who the founding members were and all that, so just get into all that like how how you guys saw a, a gap that needed to be filled and, and whatever problem presented itself and then how you went about forming life promotion.
1: All right. So how life promotion got started? We were a group of sailors that were attending a leadership course. It was during the month of suicide awareness. We had attended a living works training. It was the assist training for the applied suicide intervention skills training. It was actually really an impactful experience for us. We got together and we had to share some of our emotional stories, some stuff that happened in our past that we all sort of began to empathize with each other. And we realized back on the ship this sort of community, this sort of uh, togetherness is what was needed on the ship. So we brought it back to our command. Uh, we already had a suicide prevention coordinator, as every ship I believe does have. Yeah. We started with uh, just sort of uh, ideas on how we can make this into a group and what we wanted to tackle. Uh, The biggest thing was when it comes to the whole suicidality of the Navy was uh, some concepts. People can either feel thwarted belongingness, like they feel alone, or they feel like they perceive themselves as a burden. And then there's also finally the uh, capability for suicide. Out of those uh, three aspects, the two that we were trying to prevent was the feeling of isolation and the feeling of being a burden. So... Okay. What we ended up doing was we started creating events. One of our first events ever was the Life Promotion Ice Cream Social. We got together just on a location. We brought a whole bunch of ice cream onto the ship. Uh, we had a little water balloon toss contest that first started off, and we just gathered folks together, and we had a conversation. I know in the Navy, we all live together in a ship, and it's hard to believe that we're actually alone, but sometimes between the work life and the personal life, people don't get a chance to share with them uh, what's going on on a more deeper emotional level. So from there, we then saw other people also interested in trying to help out other shipmates that they had. So we began certifying people to become advocates. We would send them over to the chaplain to also attend this suicide sort of prevention course as a way to help them be able to know the resources and how to help other sailors in need. Uh, We have tried to bring everyone into a group and socialize to meet and socialize each other. We even uh, held a couple of game nights where we just uh, brought some pizza down to one of our spaces, maybe like the classroom, and we even had the commanding officer come down and play some uh, Madden with us. It was actually a really (laughs) fun experience. That's cool. In the middle of a work day, take a nice break. Could you say that one more time?
0: I was just laughing. I said it was cool. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. It is really cool, actually. He's still the reigning champion, though, so it's actually pretty funny. But yeah, no, we had people definitely It just built a lot of camaraderie around the ship. Uh, It was just simple events like that, just taking a, a few, maybe hours out of the work schedule to just say, hey, let's talk to our sailors. Let's just focus on talking to each other. And me, personally, running around the deck plates, I see a lot of people, sometimes they hang their head a little low. Uh, It really helps. It goes a long way, just the little question of, hey, man, how's it going? And uh, how can you feel? How can I help you? One of our founding fathers, uh, O.S.C. Naylor, he brought up this quote to me that I still hold with me today, and I try to bring that philosophy into the program. It was, I would rather be proactive than reactive. Obviously, the uh, suicide prevention training was a lot to deal towards how to bring someone back from the edge of suicide. But what he said is, if this program turns out to be like an MWR 2.0, then that's fine. At least we took care of the sailors when they needed it before we actually had to intervene. And that's kind of where the whole camaraderie these events come out of. Uh, We've had actual several other ice cream socials, aside from the first one. And we've also had some snow cone events. We also had more game nights. Christmas. Yeah, and uh, we also oh, my favorite uh, program was when we had Christmas stockings for all the liveaboards on the ship. Since, oh, nice! Obviously, going to a new command That's It's really cool. difficult. You know, you're away from your family, away from your friends. Uh, sometimes yeah. people show up around Christmas. We had some stockings held out for them, filled it with candy, some inspirational quotes, and we had some uh, yeah hot cocoa in the bags as well, just so they can nice. feel a little merry around the holidays.
0: Yeah, that's really cool, man. Like, I think the coolest part of the program for me and what drew me to it was that you guys are proactive. And it's like that was one of the things that like I was a full speed ahead facilitator a few years in a row. And it's like the delivery method and kind of what they focus on seems still to be sort of reactive. And it's like I understand why people look at problems at like, well, what I perceive to be symptoms of a problem. And they're like, oh, let me address that symptom instead of getting to the root of the problem like it's it feels like you guys are doing and looking at it like Why does it why does a sailor want to attempt suicide or why do they feel isolated or why do they feel like they got nowhere to go and then start addressing those issues directly, which you're doing through these events, through things like those Christmas stockings like that's that's freaking cool, man. Like I've been that sailor before and it's that that would mean a ton for a sailor that especially being new to a command, maybe they haven't made friends yet. Maybe they haven't like assimilated into their work center yet. And then on a holiday when they want to be home and maybe they're not, they have something like that to, to make them feel a little, like at least valued and recognized. You know what I mean? That's really cool.
1: That's right. Yeah. And once we also shared that sort of love towards them, they also decided to get more interested in the program too. It's kind of like our program is just feeding off itself. You know, we help other right. sailors and then sailors look at us and say, well, how can we help other people like you helped us? You know, it kind of keeps yeah. on growing until the whole command's kind of infected with it.
0: That's awesome. And how, like, it sounds like you're you're, at least your CO is involved. How, how involved is the command? Is it, is it something that you guys have like kind of hard, hardwired into the culture of the command at this point, or is it, are you still kind of fighting for recognition a little bit?
1: Oh yeah. We've been, they've been backing us up all the way. We're 100% supported by our chain of command. We have even actually recently we were attended, we attended the uh, joint base Pearl Harbor suicide prevention proclamation And we actually got to witness that signing as one of the resources. So when people saw us next to every other booth, like the uh, military one source and the fleet Mm -hmm. family, they saw our faces, they saw us wearing yellow, and they said, hey, well, if you ever need someone to talk to, we are here on the USS Hopper and we can help you out. We actually got to see those officers, high ranking officers, just come together and sign a proclamation. It was really impactful, I think.
0: That's cool. Did you, uh, it, through events like that, or maybe just through like exposure on social media, have you guys had other commands kind of reach out and say, "Hey, what is this? Like, what are you guys doing? And like, how can we do it?"
1: Yes, we are currently slowly working on uh, getting other commands involved too. I know a lot of them have expressed interest. Uh, hmm. This a program, while it spreads like wildfire, it also is basically word of mouth, which is why we're trying to get as so much yeah. publicity as we can here and there.
0: Awesome. Well, hopefully this helps. <laughs> it helps so, too. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, no worries, man. So uh, anything else you want to get out real quick before we shift over?
1: Um, no, I think that was pretty good. I can shift over to Marlboro now. Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Are we ready? Yeah. Are you ready, CS2? I just want to make sure. Yes. Are you sure? Yes. So like, let's let's talk about your piece of the pie, CS2. Like, What have you guys accomplished this year? As far as organizationally, like I know you guys started it out and then it's grown and, and more people are getting involved. But like what are what are some of the big leaps forward that you guys have seen happen this year?
2: So this year alone, we did two big events that we were able to get the whole entire command involved in. So mm-hmm. we started off with the Step Up Challenge and I believe January, February. OK.
0: Um, so what, what is the Step Up Challenge?
2: So we got the whole event or the whole command to go to the gym, and we had an organization um, led by Radiant Rain, so it was uh, a challenge where we did a bunch of workouts, but the point of the challenge was to get everybody to step up, not just physically, but mentally with Team 70, as we say, and so the purpose of it was to step up to help somebody or to step up to get help. Yeah. In the end, we also signed a proclamation, a declaration, saying that within Team 70, that we, we are there to help somebody, but we're also there to step up for ourselves.
0: Okay. Um, and-
2: in that event alone, we had not just Radiant Rain leading the way, but we had our life promotion advocates throughout the workout giving out information, resources, uh, walking around just saying, like, hey, we're here. So that was a big, big sign right there. Also, we had USO at the end providing us snacks, um, drinks, and just being there to support us and also getting our message out afterwards. Okay. So afterwards, of course, COVID-19 occurred. So in Hawaii alone, we we are still currently at the stay-at-home order. And we have to social distance ourselves still. Right. But we came up with this other challenge, the squad challenge, or Team 70 squad challenge. So so the goal for this one was to keep everybody active and to challenge everybody else around us to stay active during the stay-at-home orders. So we challenged not only our life promotion advocates, but we challenged our own CO. I know. They uh, challenged. I know admirals were challenged, chiefs, senior chiefs, master chiefs. Yeah. So this challenge alone spread like wildfire.
0: Yeah, I was gonna say that one. Even though you did it the way you did it because of the COVID stuff, like I, I've seen that thing pop up on my timeline like seventy times, and I think you challenged me, and it's I did not do it because I didn't want to do it. Um, I don't know if you. Do you guys, have you guys listened to the podcast at all recently? Like, do you, get is it something that you guys found out about through me?
2: I think our QMC did.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, and don't freak out CS2 because you know me, but I found out I have cancer like a month ago and I had a tumor removed. So like, I just got done with surgery and I can't like do anything physical quite yet. So that's the only reason I ignored your squat challenge. It's okay. That's
2: understandable. Yeah.
0: But we, um, go, ahead. go
2: ahead. So a lot of people were challenged, but mm-hmm. I think it was, I think what really set it off is the fact that a lot of leadership got involved. So when junior sailors see that, they're like, Oh, wait a minute. Like they actually care and they're actually yeah. doing it. That, that itself yeah. spread so fast. And I mean, we got so many people involved outside of the command alone. So that was, yeah. that was really a good sign.
0: That's cool, too, to see like at, a lot of times and and I would be shocked if you didn't disagree. But if you do, please tell me like the, <laughs> people look at chiefs and they think they're like not human anymore. Like they came out of their right. mom as a chief and they're just like this robot that has no feelings and just right. like drinks coffee and combs their mustache all day. And it's like that's not. I understand why, because like I was a junior sailor once, contrary to popular belief. And I remember what it felt like when I had a chief that I felt like was out to get me, or I felt like they didn't care, or I felt like they were being insensitive. And a lot of times it was just a, a misunderstanding thing based on perspective, right? Like I didn't understand why they were keeping me at work late or pushing me really hard or like not letting me get away with stuff or whatever, not letting me go home early. And and now having been in that position for a long time, I I understand a lot of that. Uh, So it's like to see to see them get humanized like that on social media is that's a big thing for sailors to realize that, like, oh, these are just people that are doing a job like and they care about me because otherwise, why would why would they do something like that?
2: Right. Like Cruz had mentioned earlier. Um, our leadership is very supportive and they alone got involved with our challenges. They were promoting it. They were um, tagging higher, higher ups. So yeah, yeah, that alone showed, showed them supporting us through everything that we're doing.
0: That's awesome. So uh, we can shift over to Fincham. Correct. Did I say that right?
2: Right.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Hi, can you hear me? I can, yeah.
3: Okay, um, so I wanted to talk to you guys all about our Facebook page that we started. So actually, I created the Facebook page so that way it was like a way for um, everybody to be able to post on our page and actually see how involved the command was going to was being, and mm-hmm. like how we're we can share like not only our. Our um, organization, but also like our fellow like CSAD and like multicultural, just be able to show like everybody, our family and friends that we're actually involved with activities, not just sitting around, go to work and then go home and <laughs> do nothing. <Right.
0: laughs> um, That's so, cool. Yeah, yeah. And we actually
3: um, started doing like a Sailor in the, Sailor in the Spotlight. So mm-hmm. we've been like... Rep- Sorry, go ahead. No,
0: I'm just... Go ahead. I was just saying uh, like mm hmm. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I just kind of acknowledge what you're saying. Go ahead.
3: <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, we actually started the Sailor in the Spotlight. So we're trying to record every single sailor on the ship just to kind of um share like what they've been doing. So we just ask them like where they're from, um, mm-hmm. what do they do on the ship, um, who do they go to for advice? Um, What do they do when they're feeling, like, low? Like, how do they keep themselves motivated through every single day? Um, We also ask, like, if they have any advice. So, it's very um, nice to hear when our fellow shipmates are actually giving out advice. Because, yeah, it's not just the same life promotion advocates. We're actually trying to get um, junior sailors involved. Because this is, our organization is mainly junior sailors. We try to show that we're all together, not just khaki that you can go to we want to be able to say like junior sailors is somebody you can all like we can all we've all been there basically yeah (laughs) we know exactly how it feels
0: and that's huge too because like if a junior sailor's like in a bad place they're gonna feel a lot more comfortable going to one of their peers than they are going and like going and knocking on the chief's mess like who's gonna do that it's like you'd have to have the best chief's mess ever and have like created this crazy environment where nobody's scared to go knock on that door and that's just like i don't know that that's true anywhere um so (laughs) it's it's an intimidating thing for like an e3 to go like oh chief i'm having this issue even if it's with like they have to go admit that they're having trouble like just like picking up a skill or something you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. so i can't imagine the the type of like courage it would take for a junior sailor to walk up and tell their chief that they're struggling with mental health issues. So like it, it makes a ton of sense for you guys to approach it from that angle where it's like you're normalizing the practice of a junior sailor coming to one of their peers and just letting them know, Hey, like I'm struggling and and using the the people around them as a resource.
3: Exactly. That's exactly like our whole point. We, um, we actually try to every new sailor that comes in, uh, we actually try to have like our advocates, mainly one of us three, um, Go talk to them just so that they know, like, you don't have to go straight to your chief because most of these right. people come out of boot camp and they they understand that you can't, you got to work your tank of command. You can't just go straight to chief. So we want them yeah. to know, like, come to us first. Like, let us kind of help you out first and yeah, get comfortable with us. And then we'll kind of walk you up to make sure you're just comfortable throughout the whole process, not just straight to your first class or chief kind of thing.
0: Yeah, that's awesome.
3: Um, so yeah, we're actually trying to, um, spread it to other ships. We already, um, have been talking to, um, fellow CMC, our, our, uh, master chief has been talking to them to try and get us to, um, go over there and teach them. So, okay. um, in the beginning, like how we got qualified as advocates, uh, we had our lieutenant teach us. So since mm-hmm. we were like the first ever group to actually get qualified, um, we're actually the advocates on Hopper are gonna actually train other ships to be advocates, so it's kind of cool that we're like the the seed of the pot that we're just gonna yeah grow all these people.
0: That's really cool. Yeah, have you guys had any conversations about like writing it all down? And and I'm not saying like necessarily like an instruction, right? Where we like you're like formalizing everything and it becomes like a yeah, just actually, a procedure, but.
3: Yeah, we made bylaws actually. So, um, awesome. It, it's basically, yeah, it's basically like um, other organizations like said, where they'll have like a president, a vice okay. president, a treasurer, you know, just everything. Yeah. Like a normal organization. But um, it's still in the process of getting approved because we are like the first um, group right. to actually do this.
0: <laughs> I was so, going to say, too, just so you guys don't lose any of it, like as far as like when people start transferring and it's a one organization thing, a lot of times, like, you can create something amazing like this. And then when you guys start leaving, it's like maybe some people sort of pick it up and then it fades away, you know, and it's like Mm -hmm. to put it on paper so that it can get passed down and, and spread to other organizations using the same model. It'd probably help to have it all written down.
3: Yeah, we, um, yeah, we had um O.C. Naylor. He was um our main person that was actually spreading all this, trying to contact other ships. But now, since he's leaving, we have KMC Congelo. And he's actually been doing a great job reaching out yeah. to all these yeah, different who people. Yeah, that's I was talking to. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's great at <laughs> like yeah. getting our name out there. And yeah, that's cool. Yeah, just exposing us to everything.
0: So, what are uh, besides spreading it to other organizations, which I think is amazing. And I think that's definitely something you guys should be focused on because I think a lot of people would benefit from it. But what are some of the future plans that you guys see kind of down the road as you're able to devote more time to it or even just like as the organization matures?
3: Um, Well, we mainly, our big focus is obviously becoming a committee, but we definitely Mm -hmm. want to have an organization on every single ship because yeah. there has been incidents on other ships that a lot of the times these people just didn't have people to talk to. So our big focus is when the COVID-19 is over is to actually go over to these ships and actually talk and um, recruit people and get this message out. It's kind of hard right now because of the COVID. So right. that's why we're barely on the, the Facebook page, but yeah, that's our big focus after all this.
0: That's awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Like I, I hope that that, that goes that way because like I think that's part of the I don't know that's part of the thing that I think is missing a lot of the times where you find sailors struggling is like it's they just don't have that peer-to-peer interaction they don't have a place where they can go and and like be vulnerable and have those conversations because like I talked to a girl recently she's a veteran she separated from the military um but they her and a few other people started a group called saving sailors have you guys heard of that um I've, I've heard of it yeah yeah, so they do. They have like a Facebook page that you can like, like, and follow. But they have like a private group. Um, they do, and it's it's only private because they're really concerned about curating it properly, and like, so it doesn't turn in like those Facebook groups that are all just memes and people like talking crap. It's like there was a couple incidences where they like were worried about it, and so they just made it a private group. But it's a really cool. Uh, structure where it's exactly what you guys are describing, but kind of like on social media. So like people can come together and and have conversations and just know there's a place that they can go where there's people that'll listen and there's not going to be judgment. And it's a lot of it is peer to peer in, in that they're all either have experiences or are in a bad place right now. And so they're just having those conversations and uh, it's, it's really cool if you, if you guys haven't seen it, I'd highly recommend checking it out and I can give you a point of contact for it too, to, get added to the group but um yeah, it's a place so that can promote it <laughs> yeah i was gonna say it's a place that you guys could refer people to it's a place where you guys could be in there like helping people out it's it's definitely a resource that's for sure um but yeah no that's really cool i'm really like uh i'm happy that there's something <laughs> like you guys like doing what you're doing because of the proactivity piece of it it's really important that and not and not just the proactivity piece of it but that it's junior sailors being proactive like it's not it's something that I've said a bunch of times and I usually get looked at skeptically or challenged on it where it's just like, like, you don't have to wait for a NAV admin to come out. You don't need to wait for Big Navy to give you permission to do a thing. You can just identify a problem and fix it. And you guys have identified a problem and not just went about fixing it, but you went about fixing it in a way that's going to be readily accept- acceptable to junior sailors who are the large po- largest population that are, d- that are dealing with that problem. Like, and that's what I think gets missed with a lot of the attempts from Big Navy to address this thing is like, like, what's going to be digestible by junior sailors? Like, what are they going to be willing to accept and trust and, and actually utilize? Something like this, like something that's proactive and that's like by us for us kind of thing. Like, it's it's really, really cool.
3: Yeah, we've actually had a lot of support throughout the fleet of other commands, COs, and all that. So it's honestly mm-hmm. really great to see that um, everybody's kind of supporting our organization. So hopefully we can actually spread it like wildfire and get yeah. it around. I definitely feel like it would um, help save a lot more sailors.
0: Yeah. And I really encourage you guys too, to just have that piece of the conversation. Cause it's not just like, it's not just a mental health thing. Like it's like, there's a ton of other things out there that either contribute to, or that are completely unrelated that a group of junior sailors that are motivated and intelligent, and capable can just start solving that problem. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be just like suicide awareness. There's a whole like sexual assault, like all the other things that are going on in the military that are a problem. Mm -hmm. I bet you there's a whole bunch of super high functioning junior sailors out there that if they put their heads together, could come up with a solution that looks like this, like as far as it's proactive and it's something that junior sailors are going to gravitate towards and trust that, like big navy might just not think of, and, and contrary to popular belief, big navy's going to be like, oh, okay, that works. Let's do that. You know what I mean? Like they're open to the type of innovation and feedback that like you guys are providing by creating something like this. It's it's something that they a lot of times they they'll they'll be working on creating a thing to address a problem, but they're so far removed from the everyday life of of, of a, a petty officer third class on a deck plate that they miss the mark a little bit and they try to figure it out. They do focus groups and they solicit feedback and they go to ships and ask questions. But it's like, there's always that, like there's seven degrees of separation between them and the junior sailors on the deck plate. So it's like for you guys to create something like this. And it's a great example of that type of uh, just resourcefulness and ingenuity and just like, allowing Junior Sailors the voice like to to say, hey, there's this problem and we have a really good idea to fix it. Instead of stifling that, saying, okay, fix it. Let me know what you're going to do and we'll talk about it. And then just encouraging you from there. And it's like, this is really cool. And I hope that that lesson gets taken out of this too, is that there's a lot more to this than just that. Not that the life promotion piece of it isn't the most important part, but there's also that lesson there that like, hey, Junior Sailors can fix problems too, man. Just get out of their way. Like... (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah. It's one of the most powerful leadership lessons I ever learned was just to shut up and get out of my guy's way. And that shockingly, they would show me that there's a better way to do it or that they can just handle it on their own or fix the problem with like a little, a little like guidance from me or just, you know, oversight. And once in a while they'll turn around and ask me a question. But other than that, it's like a lot of times it's I just need to get out of their way and they would start solving problems.
3: And actually helps, um, helps, um, build like the junior says kind of, um, leadership skills too, that be able to like kind of break out of their shell just for around sure. their peers first that way as they progress and people come under them, they know how to share exactly like what they've been through to like, kind of teach them and just yeah, to trust sure. everybody around, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah. That's a super powerful thing. Like I did, uh, I did a podcast with this BMC named Jason Thompson recently that, uh, it hasn't, I haven't released it yet just cause I ha- I'm a little ahead right now, but um, by the time this comes out, it'll be out and it's he was a guy that um, went through a bunch of stuff growing up and just kind of bottled it up. And by the time he was a first class, it was like it kind of boiled over when he was an instructor and he ended up in a like a mental institution where he dealt with his problems over a period of time and then once the treatment was was wrapped up and and he was in a good place, he he had to get cross-rated because his clearance, basically his credit took hits because he wasn't paying his bills because he was dealing with his mental health struggles destructively. Um, mm-hmm. But when he got out of the hospital and squared everything away, he was able to uh, transition into another career field, which was both his mate and he made chief and he's a super high functioning dude out there deploying and, and doing great things. And it's like a super great example of somebody that like learned a ton, went through a crazy experience that involved like, getting removed from his unit and getting mental health treatment. on like a, like a really, really involved inpatient level and then mm-hmm. coming back out and being a high functioning, productive member of the Navy. And it's like a lot of times that fear is there where it's like, they're worried that it's going to affect my career and it's going to affect all these other things. And it's like, there's so much to learn from all of it. And that he was such a just crazy good example of sharing this story so that people could look at him and his experiences and be like, oh, holy crap. Like a guy can go through all that and still be okay. You know what I mean? And still be, even if he wasn't in the Navy, but still be okay. And, and that he's willing to share his experiences. Like I haven't seen better examples of like somebody, like somebody saying all those things. And then like, you'll just see the comments or the interactions from, from junior sailors or just anybody where they're just like, man, thank you so much for sharing that. And like, it made such a big impact on me. It's exactly what I wanted to hear or needed to hear. And like, and it made me feel okay about talking about the stuff I went through. You know what I mean? And it's just like, yeah. it blew my mind. That dude's experiences were crazy. Like when, when that comes out, I highly recommend listening to it. It's one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Um, and it's just like, it blows my mind. And there's a couple other buddies that have done the similar things where they just talk about their story and just talking about it. Like not only does it help normalize it, but it like... It makes it okay for other people to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just like, yeah. if, well, if he if he can do it, I can do it. You know what I mean? And that's yeah, that's really cool. That that that's what I liked about your guys's model too. Is you just normalize it? Like if your CO's involved and your CMC's involved and the chiefs are on Facebook doing seventy squats, it's like everybody's involved. Like everybody's in on it. So it's like yeah. it's okay to talk about this stuff because life promotion does it all the time, and that's what we do here, and that's how the culture of the command is. And the more you normalize it, the more ready and willing these people are going to be to talk about it.
3: Yeah. It's honestly a, a great, <laughs> how, how far we've all come and how much support everybody's doing. Um, we try not to share stories like about personal people, like about mm-hmm. ourselves. Cause obviously every single person has a story, but right. we just try to like, like get it out there that like every, like everybody's going to get through it kind of thing, you know, like we yeah. all, go down whether it's family issues money work personal there's issues in a whole circle it could be anything it could just be stubbed your toe you know there's issues that affect people differently so it's great that we have so many different faces and rates and ranks that you can you can pick whoever you'd want to go talk to we just have a face out there saying like we're here to talk pick whoever you want
0: (laughs) that's cool well awesome do you guys got anything else you want to tackle Anything else you want to talk about?
3: Um, We just want to thank you actually for um, reaching out to us and actually letting us do this podcast.
0: (laughs) Hey, no problem. Like, thanks for doing it. I like this is really cool. I I I was really excited that you guys were willing to do it and that um, you got a group together to do it, which is really cool. Um, But like, like I said, God, this is. I'm really just encouraged by the fact that this even exists. Cause like you have conversations and I've had conversations. I don't know if you guys go on Reddit, but I post my podcast on Reddit. And if you want to see some raw unadulterated feedback, Oh my God, go on Reddit. So I posted on there and it's just junior sailors hiding behind a screen name, not hiding, but like they're behind the wall of a screen name. So it's like, I don't know who they are and they're just destroying me about my opinions <laughs> and like, like the point of views I have on certain things. And, so I've been sitting there saying over and over and over again, like, you can solve your own problems. You don't need Big Navy to cut an AB admin. And it's just like to be able to point at something like this, especially for a topic like this, something that people look at is like unsolvable. And it's like, you guys figured this out. And it's just a bunch of junior sailors that got together and were like, how, how can we really fix this? And you, you, a lot of times you'll see these super high functioning junior sailors that are just so frustrated with like a problem that exists and they're like f- complaining about it and and like pointing at Big Navy and telling them they're doing it wrong and doing all these other things instead of spending that energy like you guys are which is super productively and proactively attacking a problem and not waiting for permission to do it and I know like that it, it's almost counterintuitive for sailors to like not wait for permission and just solve a problem but it's not like you guys didn't involve your chain of command and and ask for help and ask lots of questions but You didn't wait for Big Navy to approve a thing like you guys just started addressing a problem, which I think is amazing. And I think more people should do it. And I think the model you guys are using is incredible. So like, I thank you for doing what you're doing. Um, My podcast is just a thing. I mean, I just talk into a microphone, so it's whatever. But like, you guys are devoting a large amount of your free time, I would imagine, to... Uh, addressing a really serious issue, and it it sure looks like it's working to me. I'm, I'm not a mental health professional, but watching what you guys are doing uh, from s- the social media perspective, and then talking to you now, it's like this seems like a model that works to me. I mean, like, and I, I from your experiences, it sounds like it's working pretty well. So, uh, well done, and keep doing what you're doing.
1: Well, thank you so much, and thank you so much for having us as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, I apologize for some of the audio quality. Uh, it was a little choppy, um, just with the logistics of putting the interview together, but it was still, I still really enjoyed talking to them. It was cool. They were a little nervous as well. And I thought they did a great job. Uh, and I'm sure they're hearing this. So you guys killed it. It was fine. Um, I understand, uh, the nerves. I get nervous talking to people too. Like the last one that I did with, uh, the CMC from the coal. Like I was really nervous to do that one. Cause it's a guy that I look up to. So, um, yeah, I, again, great example of junior sailors solving problems. I just think this is incredible. I think I, it could happen a lot more. Uh, you could, you could see this everywhere. Uh, and, and, I, and maybe there are more examples of it. And, and if I'm, not aware of something similar that somebody wants to put in front of me, please do. Uh, as always, I'm always looking for people to talk to So, uh, I, I, I really enjoyed talking to these kids. Uh, and I say kids like uh, these sailors, um, they're awesome. Uh, the, the CS2 was a student of mine. Uh, and then the other two sailors are just amazing that they got together. They did this, um, and that it's been as successful as it has. Uh, I hope to see it spread to other units. I hope to see it become a Navy program. And, and I hope to continue to see it done the way that it, it is on board the hopper because it works and people are really passionate about it. If you got anything for us, hit us up. Don't give up the ship podcast at gmail.com. You can Facebook message me. Don't give up the ship podcast. Or you can DM me on Instagram at DGuts podcast. We also are on Reddit. Um, you can go to the sub D podcast or just find me DGuts podcast and send me a message, uh, and DM me there and, and I'll get back to you as well. But, uh, yeah, if you need anything from us, as always reach out, hit us up. Or if you got uh, feedback or if you see stuff like this happening out there and you want to put something like that in front of me, I'd love to talk to any and everyone. Uh, so hit us up and that's it. That's what I got for you today. Thank you so much for listening and don't give up the ship.